The people you know, the experience you trust, the quality you expect, the newspaper you deserve. This local newscast provided by The Telegram. This is Matt McKee reporting from Total Media Studios in Jackson with your local news. Ohio had fewer COVID cases reported yesterday. ONN's Clay Gordon has some numbers. Not as much testing is being done right now on the weekends. The state reported 4,266 new cases. Hospitalizations also continue to drop. 73 new patients were admitted to hospitals. As for vaccinations, Ohio remains steady, with 53.7% of the population having at least one shot. But the state is getting closer to a milestone for fully vaccinated Ohioans. 49.9% have all doses. I'm Clay Gordon. In local news today, the 2021 Jackson Apple Festival has ended and is now in the history books. And Apple Festival President Brandon Davis judged the festival turned out to be a success despite the major hurdles and obstacles that it faced. Early on, the weather was unfavorable with rain and cloudy skies prevailing most of the opening day on Tuesday and then on Wednesday. Fortunately, the weather was close to perfect the final three days of the festival, though. The festival was also adversely affected by the COVID-19 situation, and although there were no major restrictions or changes in place, several things were affected. Davis expressed his thanks to other members of the Apple Festival Committee and saluted their extra efforts as well to organize and conduct the festival in the face of these extra challenges and issues. He noted that the committee works throughout the year to plan the festival and will meet for the first week in October to review the festival and begin planning for next year's Apple Festival. The 2021 Little Miss Apple Festival Queen was chosen in a contest Saturday morning on the finale day of the festival. The new Little Miss is Hadley House, daughter of Brandon and Katie House of Jackson. She takes the place of 2019 Little Miss Kennedy Niddle. And in the grand finale parade Saturday, both school floats and business and organization floats were judged separately. Bundy Elementary of Wellston took first place in the school float division. In the business and organization floats category, Bryant's Exhaust captured first place honors. There were 21 bands participating in the grand finale parade, but due to a situation involving the judges, bands were not judged this year. Another contest that took place during the latter part of the festival, Paulette Richards won first place honors with the Apple Pie Baking Contest. Bright and early Saturday morning, the Kiwanis Apple 5K run was conducted with 51 entrants. Rob Irvin of Wellston was the overall male winner with a time of just over 19 minutes. Emma Newsom of Jackson was the female winner with a time of just over 23 minutes. In the baby contest held later Saturday morning, Beckham Oliver was named the 2021 Little Mr. Appleseed, while Amira Morris won Appleseed. Thanks to the support of some generous local businesses and individuals, the Apple Festival Committee was able to raise a total of $5,450 at a live auction that was conducted Saturday night just before the festival closed. Auctioneer Ed Henderson was on hand to sell 10 different pieces of a limited edition decorative metal sign that was created by Jackson resident John Daniels to commemorate the festival's 80th anniversary. Oak Hill Storage, represented by Rob Leonard, paid the top price of $900 for the final item sold, with all items being sold for prices ranging from $400 to $900. In other news today, former Jackson County Sheriff's Office employee Cheryl Brady is set to go to trial in Jackson County Common Pleas Court on Monday, November 8th through Wednesday, November 10th. Brady is accused of using her position as an employee of the Sheriff's Office to steal approximately $38,000 in fees received from the issuance of concealed carry permits and for the performance of criminal background checks. In state news, Ohio's newly drawn legislative district maps have been taken to court for the second time in a week. Here's ONN's Eric Brown with more on this. 
The National Democratic Redistricting Committee's legal arm on behalf of a group of Ohio voters filed a second lawsuit in the Ohio Supreme Court Friday accusing Republicans of partisan gerrymandering. It challenges maps of Ohio House and Senate districts approved by the bipartisan Ohio Redistricting Commission last week. An earlier lawsuit filed by the American Civil Liberties Union claimed constitutional violations, some of which were the same as those in the new lawsuit. Republicans maintained their support for the maps, claiming they were fair and in accordance with the Constitution. Eric Brown, ONN News. At the most recent Oak Hill Union Local School Board of Education meeting, the state of the track and when it was to be coated with rubber to be able to be used by the district athletes was addressed. Prior to the Oaks football game on Friday, September 10th, all industrial equipment was removed from the grounds to signify the completion of the layer of asphalt needed for the track. They did say that they were ahead of schedule early on. However, as of the Wednesday, September 15th board meeting, crews were expected to have begun work on coating the asphalt with a layer of rubber, but only if weather cooperated. According to the members of the school board, the crew in charge of the track needs to coat the track and then allow it to cure for two weeks before painting with necessary lines and symbols. If the date is pushed back much further, the crew will have to put it off until spring of 2022. Finally today, the American Red Cross is in need of volunteers to help on the ground in recovery efforts and for blood donors to roll up a sleeve to maintain a stable blood supply in the face of several emergencies. Today, there'll be a blood drive from 1230 to 5 p.m. at Jackson Holzer Medical Center on Burlington Road in Jackson. A blood donor card or driver's license or two other forms of identification are required at check-in. Individuals who are 17 years of age in most states, 16 with parental consent, were allowed by state law, weigh at least 110 pounds, and are in generally good health, may be eligible to donate blood. High school students and other donors 18 years of age and younger must meet certain height and weight requirements. Again, from Total Media Studios in Jackson, I'm Matt McKee, and that was your local news.